I V M. BQ Big Decisions, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that helps you make the right financial choices. In personal finance, if there's one thing that can be called the elephant in the room, it's insurance. It's meant to provide for you in the event of things that you don't want to happen. Serious illness, accidents, even death. Most people shy away from thinking about these things. So it's not much of a surprise that most people in India don't have life insurance or sufficient health insurance and most certainly not accident and disability insurance. The one type of insurance that a lot of people have is motor insurance and that's because it's compulsory. This is BQ Big Decisions and I'm Alex Matthew. On this podcast, we're going to deal with the concept of insurance, the types of insurance that you need and the reasons why you need them. I'm joined now by certified financial planner Harshwardhan Brunta of Brunta Securities. Thanks so much for joining us again, Harsh. Thanks, Alex. On our first conversation Harsh you pointed out something that I thought was very striking you said that experts normally advise postponing expenses in favor of investing but you advise people to postpone even investments in favor of buying insurance let's first talk about the concept of insurance should you treat it as an expense purely as an expense and something you really don't want to come to pass so money gone is good So well Alex uh, when you talk about insurance insurance essentially is a mechanism so that you can transfer all the risks that you have the financial risk on certain events to somebody else so let's understand in simple words so whether it's a cost or an investments it's really onto the perception of the individual right i would say this is a basic necessity whether you like it or not you should have adequate insurance and the right form of insurance right so it's very simple if you are susceptible to certain financial losses because of happening of a certain event mm. you must ensure it to make sure that the impact of that event does not drain your finances completely right so uh, medical claim for instance mm. i mean you know moment you're hospitalized mm. there is a huge bill that you can run up yeah either you finance it yourself or get it financed through a policy correct so the idea is why would you not then buy an insurance policy so that your existing finances do not get strained and 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 the, the point there is that the costs in this sector in the healthcare sector are rising exponentially in certain markets it's becoming compulsory to have health insurance Absolutely. we're still a far way away from that but it's still a good idea to have it right now imagine a situation if there was an health uh, emergency in your family and there's a loved one which need, who needs to be hospitalized for treatment mm. and you don't have the money you absolutely want and you know it's not easy to talk about this harsh let's put it out there right at the start it's not uh, easy to talk imagine if you have to go through this absolutely I, i mean i have personally been in a situation where i've been in hospital and i've seen ambulances outside because the first thing at, that most hospitals uh, private hospitals will ask you for is a deposit absolutely you know and if you don't have that money up front or or a policy that will take care of a cashless uh, admission then you're in trouble that's exactly why i mentioned that delay investments if the need be but do not delay insurance all right harsh but in the first conversation we had you pointed out that there are four insurance types or products that every individual needs to have what are they so the first one would be a life insurance then would be health insurance which right. is mediclaim mm. then there would be disability insurance that okay. you will have to take disability due to accident 
or due to illness. Okay. So these are the four kinds of policies that individuals would need to have it in their portfolios. All right. So those are the four insurance types. But let's go a little more into detail and let's talk about life insurance first. You know, the the major problem that at least I see in this is that there is a multitude of products to choose from. And what a lot of people talk about is the return that you get in an insurance product, which always confuses me. Uh, and every financial planner that I've spoken to, Harsh, you, you included, point out that the only thing you need is term insurance. Why do you say that? And what do you have to say about life insurance? So, well, Alex, it's very simple. I mean, look at it. Take an example. If a person is uh, you know, earning a 50,000 rupees a month, the primary objective is that if he or she is not alive, and how does that family get 50,000 rupees a month? Right. So if I take an example, now if you had a crore of rupees lying in a bank account, mm. generating a return of 6%, mm. that is 6 lakhs a year, which is 50,000 rupees a month. Mm. So a family needs to protect uh, their income to the extent of 50,000. So Correct. it's very simple to say, if you have a 1 crore bank deposit right now, you're sorted. You don't need to worry. Correct. The question is, we don't have that 1 crore. Mm. And how do we get that one crore when if something were to happen to the earning member of the family? Mm. So in this case, you will insure the earning member of the family for a one crore rupees of sum insured. Okay. Now, this is your requirement. Mm. You need one crore of insurance. Mm. Now, let's step into an insurance company and ask them which are the different kind of products you have. Mm. And I need a one crore insurance. Now, that doesn't change. Right. Now, when you look through the products... A term plan for a 30-year-old will be available at about 12 to 15,000 rupees per annum. That's the premium that you That's the premium that you have to pay, which is about 12 to 15,000 rupees for a one crore cover. Right. You, you ask them what are the different other kind of products that you have. So it will be a savings-oriented policy, an investment-oriented policy. Right. You still need one crore. Yeah. So if you so buy... that a, number doesn't change. That number does not change. So now if you're buying a one crore policy, which is investment-oriented, you have to pay nearly 5 to 6 lakh rupees a year. So the question then arises, are you in a position to pay 5 to 6 lakhs a year only to get a 1 crore cover? Mm. You cannot do that. You can't. Absolutely not. So what do you do? So most appropriate product in that sense is the 12 to 15,000 rupees that you will be able to pay. Right. So then you buy adequate life insurance. You buy the right amount of insurance if you buy it through a term plan. So I've heard a couple of perspectives here and I'm trying to understand why people choose one over the other. Uh, the point is that they say... You know, if I don't, uh, uh, you know, if nothing happens to me, then I, I don't get that money back. That's one perspective, right? And that shouldn't be the way you think about it. It it's most certainly should not be that way. In fact, uh, insurance, all kind of insurances are like those life jackets that you have on an aircraft. Right. Okay, so you have a life jacket on an aircraft and uh, every time that you fly, there is a demonstration given as to how you should use it. Yes. Are you actually praying that you have a situation where you would not like to use this? Absolutely not. And if you once you land without having used it, do you believe that you've lost money? No. You paid for it and then you just didn't got to use it. Absolutely not. So 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 that's the point, right? People think about the money that's going. I think the other example that's given is is your your car. You have to pay uh, insurance for your car, but you don't want an accident to happen, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So, so at it, the end of the day, you're happy that you don't have an accident to worry about and you still pay the money. So uh, uh, the good part about insurance is uh, once you bought all kind of insurances that we're talking about, at the end of the year, if something happens to you, mm. then you say, thank God you had insurance. Yes. 
and if nothing happens to you you still say thank god nothing happened to me <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's a per- per- perfect perspective very quickly you want to mention uh, how do you determine the kind of cover that you need yeah so one there are different methodologies that you can use one is of course uh, you know whatever you're earning today you take an interest rate that we spoke about the example that we spoke about right and uh, you just say what is the bank rate and you insure yourself for that much mm. of course that's not the most comprehensive way to go about doing this mm. but there are other human life values you take a you know future cash flows mm. then you understand in, you incorporate inflation into this then if you have liabilities so suppose 1 crore is at 6% equivalent to 50000 rupees mm. but if you have a housing loan outstanding of 50 lakh mm. then you rather buy an insurance of 1.5 crores okay so that 50 lakhs can be given to the housing finance company and the house is not then encumbered with anything else mm. so so you basically basically try and project what your future uh, cash flow is going to be rather your future earnings are going to be what your expenses are going to be and basically your insurance cover should cover your future expenses and should also cover your liabilities most you certainly most certainly because you do not really want to keep buying insurance every 2 years in your life Absolutely. so one another simple methodology is that there is a maximum allowed as per whatever you are earning today right so rather take that today itself i mean we given the costs are insignificant you rather buy whatever maximum is permissible as per your current income mm-hmm. so it covers uh, the future considerable amount of future uh, income as well all right let's talk about health insurance now um and and we will delve a little more into detail of life insurance at a later date i want to spend a good uh, amount of time speaking about that for now let's turn to health insurance now this is something again that has a lot of debate right you say that you're covered by your company or or the policy that you have with your company a lot of people say i don't need another one uh, what do you have to say with regard to that so well everything that you're getting through an employer in the form of insurance should be taken as a bonus okay that cannot form a part of your basic planning okay the reason being because you may shift your company you may be working for an ex company today hmm. you may go to an unorganized sector tomorrow right even if you go to an organized sector okay there will be a time when you will retire so mm. at one point so some people do argue that in all my life i'm going to be within organized sector so right. either one employer or the other i'm getting covered correct so one there is of course restriction on the cover that you have mm. the other is post 60 mm. post retirement you're not going to be employed by anybody okay yeah absolutely now, at that point in time then you have to fair enough fend for yourself now if you go to buy a policy for yourself beyond 60 years of age there is a possibility you may not get insurance yeah and it's even if you get it's very very costly so the idea is very simple i mean you know buy an insurance today because that's a part of your basic planning mm. if you if and uh, when you have a claim you may choose to claim first from your employer's policy don't mm. disturb the one that you have that's yeah. fine Hmm. but please make sure that you run it parallelly we've had cases where people have shifted from one company to another one hmm. but there was a waiting period for 6 months in between yes and there 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 was a huge claim in between that because you're effectively taking a new policy you're effectively taking a new policy but when you're shifting companies the old policy lapses and the new one starts naturally right? yes yeah. but this in this case he was there was a waiting period for him to join the new company god oh okay so, so there was a left in the lurch yeah uh, and there was a huge claim in between that period okay now who takes care of him within that 6 months and mm. unfortunately there was a huge claim that came up in between okay so so you you're saying that you need to have health insurance independent of what the employer provides there's also uh, products like a top up plan that you can have what 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 should an individual that is working or say a couple that is working look at with regard to health insurance 
Yep. So the question then you know arises as to how much insurance is sufficient. Right. Now, given uh, the you know escalating cost of medical treatments, I mean there is no. I mean you really don't know how much is good enough. Mm. But in all respects, I mean a cover of about twenty to twenty five lakhs mm. is decent enough to have because mm. it's an annual cover, mm. and so you can hope that I don't exp- you know spend more than twenty or twenty five lakhs in a year. Right. So how do you get this kind of a large cover? Because again, costs are going to be important. Absolutely. So you break this up into two parts. So the first one is a base policy that you have. So right. there is a main policy that you are going to uh, you know approach to in case of any claim. Right. So that can be to the limit of about five lakhs. Mm. And then there is a super top up concept mm. wherein the other policy comes into effect only after you have spent the first five lakhs. Okay. So and the premium for that is much lesser. Okay. So as a combination, you have a cover for about twenty five lakhs. And at a reasonably lower cost than what it would be if you were to buy a full base policy of twenty five lakhs. Fair enough. So the, you know, thanks to the advancement in insurance and the new products that are coming in, you do have a facility to take a large cover at right. not a very exponentially high cost. Okay, fair enough. All right, but there are two more insurance products that you want to talk about. Yeah. So uh, we spoke about uh, d- uh, death. We spoke about insurance. Uh, you know, because of demise of a uh, earning member of the family. We spoke about you know medical. Mm. Now there is another situ- you know, situation that what if an earning member of the family is disabled, right? Due to accident, or due to illness. Mm. So life insurance in that sense, term insurance is not going to pay you. Yeah. Because you're still alive. Correct. A mediclaim takes care of only the hospitalization expenses. What after you come out of the hospital, right. your income has ceased to exist because you're disabled. Correct. So how does that 50,000 rupees a month come in from? Mm. So there is a disability insurance. Okay. And disability can be caused due to two reasons. As I said, because of an accident Correct. or because of illness. Correct. So there is a personal accident policy offered by general insurance company. There's a standalone insurance policy. Mm. If you were to buy a cover for about a crore of rupees mm. in this example, mm. In case you're permanently disabled, mm. now permanent dis- permanent disability has been defined. Mm. It says loss of two limbs. Right. Your hands, legs, and uh, eyes are your limbs. Right. So any two limbs, if you lose, mm. you get a one crore rupees in your hand while you're alive. Mm. So term plan will come in post demise. Right. This comes in while you're alive, being disabled. Right. This money can be then used. To, to take care to of care your of future food. expenses. Similarly, there are uh, you know this is in case of total disability. In case of partial uh, total disability, there's another you know feature in it. Right. The most interesting feature in this disability insurance is that in case you're temporarily disabled, mm. which means that there is no permanent disability. If in case a person meets with an accident, mm. just injures his spine, head, or you know gets a fracture, is bedridden for four or five months or six months. Right. Then how do you get your income? You're not permanently disabled as well. No, but so you're not pursuing work. It's a te- temporary disability. So this policy has a feature where there is a weekly compensation for the number of weeks that you've been disabled, temporarily disabled. Mm. So it goes up to about twenty thousand rupees a week. Okay. Oh, so that's depending on your income, of course. Okay. Okay. And until two years, if you're temporarily disabled, which means you can't pursue work, mm. but you need money for your day-to-day expenses. Right. So this policy takes care of that mm. and gives you a weekly compensation, which goes up to twenty thousand rupees a week. All right, so you've talked about the four types of insurance that you absolutely need to have. And I'll go back to the original point that you made with regard to the necessity of these insurance products. You said that you, if you have to postpone your investments and buy these insurance products. But let's grade them in terms of importance, assuming that somebody is struggling uh, to make these uh, or buy these policies. which How would you grade them? So quite honestly, uh, you know, the cost to insure yourself with all these policies is not much. 
you know you could actually buy an insurance with even 3 to 4000 rupees a month okay. with that cost mm. you can actually have this entire portfolio okay. oh okay yeah it's not that bad although but in case you still have to for any reason you know just buy one or two right now mm. and uh, buy the others later mm. your mediclaim will be the first one right your disability due to accident will be the other one okay and a term plan so you know theoretically speaking i mean it is not you can grade them but practically speaking you need to have all of them in fine in your portfolio because every all of these four policies are extremely important absolutely all right but uh, i do want to talk about one very important aspect that i think is very important from the perspective of a buyer right the fine print is something that everyone is very averse to and gets scared of as somebody who is advising how, how do you contend with that how do you suggest that people contend with that because they miss out a lot of the important stuff by saying i can't read through all of this i'm just going to trust the investment advisor or the insurance provider so uh, alex interestingly the uh, regulator has come out with a document called most important document right so you will have one uh, you know a two pager which says that what are the basic and the most important features in your policy right now that is there in every insurance product hmm. so at least you will have to make that much effort to see what you are going to be covered for what are you going to get paid for and what you're not going to get paid for okay so i think this is a basic responsibility of every policy holder to do mm. is that you know it's a very important document that you're signing so mm. first and foremost to begin with please make sure that you see the proposal form that you're filling in because right. that is becoming the basis on which you're going to be given a cover right so if anything is uh, filled incorrectly on that form mm. the policy has been given based on that information mm. which mm. means the insurance company is entitled to reject your claim if correct. that information is incorrect correct so when it comes to health insurance there are certain uh, preconditions that you have if you have certain illnesses already when you take the policy all of these your duty bound to mention that on your proposal yes. form yes and if you have not filled those details in most likelihood your claims will be rejected and, and then the, there's a the whole concept of certain illnesses that don't fall within the purview of, of an insurance policy right so you need to be aware of all the fine print so these are essentially very basic information and a policy holder just needs to spend about 15 minutes on this okay so first is fill the form correctly mm. the other part is just read through the brochure mm. and you don't need to you know you may not want to get into the policy wordings which is a very large document and it's all in legalese <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately yes but as i said then there what does what does your policy cover it's a two page simple page right so begin with that and then start making references to policy wordings if in case you want to go into the details hmm. so understand what the insurance company is going to give you and hmm. what it is not going to give you okay so these are basics which a policy holder can can start with i'm not expecting a policy holder to understand the policy features hmm. completely hmm. everybody is an expert in their own field right so not necessary if you don't understand which means they're doubting your intelligence that's hmm. not the point no of course not but let's just understand that what you're going to be covered for and what you're not going to be covered for but i think so harsh the bottom line is that you need these insurances and like you pointed out it doesn't necessarily have to be very expensive if you plan it out well and you just need to read through the brochure to ensure that everything is in order it's not as difficult or scary as people make out it out to be absolutely it's only about spending some time on it i mean it's just that it's you should be motivated enough to understand i'll use this as an example to make people understand mm. if you were to fill a claim form if suppose you were to claim money from somebody mm. from a government organization where you were to fill up a form which said that there is a 1 crore 
there is a one crore benefit to be taken. Uh, so how carefully would you fill that form? Oh, very carefully. You will not course. want to make mistakes in it, right? Yeah. Similarly, if you are taking a you know travel allowance from your employer, which is just about a fifty rupees, hmm. and there is a one page of form, you will just possibly just very quickly fill in it without even if there is some wrong information, doesn't matter. Right. Right. So the attention that you pay for a fifty rupee claim versus a one crore claim, hmm. you know, there is a difference. Yes. So what apparently policyholders do is, if you're paying seven thousand or ten thousand rupees as premium, mm. the importance they give to that document is worth that ten thousand rupees. Mm. But they don't realize the document that you're filling is worth actually one crore one of crore. claim. Yes. So please look into that form as if it's a one crore related document that you're filling, mm. and any mistake you're filling in that form mm. can actually jeopardize the entire one crore that you will get. Yes. Now, how much importance are you likely to give? No, absolutely, you have to give it the importance that it uh, demands. A final question to you. Uh, there are several policies that are being introduced by the government in the space of insurance. How do you rate them, and should somebody consider going out and getting them? Yeah, actually, it's one of the nicest things that the government is doing because insurance is the best product that I'm, it's a best man-made product. Right. I mean, this is something that we've created ourselves mm. for the benefit of people, mm. for benefit of each other as yeah. humanity. Yes. So insurance is. One of the, as I keep saying this, it's the best man-made product ever made. Mm. Okay, so if government is introducing these products for the benefit of the lower uh, socio-economic, uh, you know, population, absolutely. So all those people who cannot be formally into the system and buy adequate insurance, I mean, of course, you will want to do that. Yeah. But talking about your listeners, I mean, mm. if you're talking about uh, whom we are addressing to or talking to right now, I mean, what I would suggest is that please make sure all the people who work, work with free. you. Yeah. So they could be your drivers, they yes. could be your domestic helpers, they mm. could be your staff, mm. they could be your office boys. Mm. Just make sure that you guide them mm. at least to subscribe to these policies. Mm. Even better, if you can pay the premiums for them. Absolutely. Because it's a very small premium. We're talking about the Pradhan Mantri Jeevan Jyoti Bhima yes. Yojana and the yes. Jeevan Suraksha Bhima Yojana. Yeah. These are 330 rupees per annum mm. and a 12 rupees per annum for a 2 lakh cover. Correct. So I mean, and that that makes a huge difference for 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 the strat of society that we're talking about. So uh, every three hundred fifty rupees, you have a term plan of two lakhs, and you have an accident insurance of two lakhs. Right. At right. a cost of annual cost of three hundred fifty rupees. Right. So these are the things where probably uh, uh, you know some people can take this as an initiative and pay for and insure the people who at least work for us. Hmm. All right. So the bottom line that I take from this conversation is that insurance is an absolute must, but you need the right insurance product. Thank you so much, Harsh, for joining us on this conversation and providing the perspective that you did provide us today. My pleasure, Alex. Thank you. I hope that this conversation helped you at least take the first step towards finding what you need. That's all for this conversation, but there's a lot more coming up in just a short while. Watch the space for more. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Happy saving. If you enjoyed Big Decisions, check out some other podcasts on the IVM Podcast Network. You can check out Pesa Vesa, hosted by Anupam Gupta. Advertising is Dead, hosted by Varun Dugirala. The Ronnie Screwwala Podcast, hosted by Ronnie Screwwala, or Cyrus Says, hosted by Cyrus Procha. These shows are available on the IVM Podcast website, app, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Janice, what do you think couples did before TV was invented? I don't know, go for walks on the beach, long drives, fancy dinners, have more sex maybe? But what did we do when we decided to move in together? We debated between the Chromecast and the Fire Stick. 
We gave up on sleeping early so we could stay up watching true crime shows. We got ourselves three cat babies. And basically became the cutest couch potatoes around. Okay then. <laughs> In case you guys still haven't got it, we are a TV crazy Netflix loving binge watching Mr and Mrs. I'm Anirudh Kuha. I'm Janice Sequera. And if like us you snort TV for breakfast, lunch and dinner, this is the podcast for you. Tune in every Thursday on the IVM podcast app or wherever it is that you get your podcast from. This is Mr and Mrs Binge, Binge Watch. Look, up in the internet. It's a meme. No, it's a cat video. No, it's the Geek Fruit podcast. That's right. We interrupt this riveting broadcast to tell you about our show, The Geek Fruit Podcast, where Tejas Dinkar and I, Jishnu, talk about everything in pop culture, including DC, Marvel, Star Wars, Netflix, and everything in between. You know how your friends hate it when you ramble about some nerdy crap and you just want somebody to listen to you. Well, sorry, there's nothing we can do about that. But come listen to us ramble, and it'll almost be like the real thing, kind of. Listen to new episodes of the Geek Fruit podcast every Monday and the Geek Fruit Bulletin every Thursday on iTunes, Google Podcasts, the IVM app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening, you nerds!